friends. Welcome to another episode of the Long Distance Friends Podcast. My name is Liv. I don't know if this needs to be closer to me. Let me know in the comments below. This, this is my new setup for now. I'm working on the wallpaper. I'm working on the couch. I'm working on everything. But until then, you get me in a folding chair in the corner because I think it's better lighting. And it's just what we're working with. All right. You get me in a moo. It is 930 in the morning. I got to go to the chiropractor soon, but fuck it. I feel like maybe life needs an update. Uh, there was no episode last week. Shit happens. All right. Uh, I'm out here doing my thing. Jess is doing her thing. Some of our LDFs are doing their things. I was traveling. It was crazy. Okay. Uh, but I got, I got some things that I want to talk about. I have a few things on the tippy tippy top of my mind. One, what the fuck is going on with the weather? Like it is October. It's fucking October and it's 80 degrees outside. And I'm not living in Florida. I'm living in like the middle of the country. Why the fuck is it this hot and humid in October? I should be able to wear a long sleeve. Like if I'm going on like a cute pumpkin picking date, why the fuck am I wearing shorts and tank top? I left Florida for this. This is bullshit. I agree. Thank you, Pastrami. We have opinions and we don't like them. Smooth brain. No ridges or lumps, no valleys or bumps. All ideas just slide right off. He's trying to jump up to a window that is way too tall for him. Um, What else is going on? This is going to be a bitch to edit because I, I had so many thoughts. I had so many thoughts and they're just gone. Just gone. Honestly, a lot of this was just making sure that this angle looks right and that the mic this far from my face works out. Um, I'm all over Facebook Marketplace looking for a nice comfy little chair set up so that I can record better and a more engaging look. I was debating doing this light pink swatch and I decided I didn't like it. It wasn't enough. Um, so we're going to wallpaper and I might paint the nearby wall this pink color, but probably not. Painting's kind of a pain in the ass. Let me let me talk to you about home improvement, okay? So I've been ghosted by my handyman and I think it's bullshit. I think it's such fucking bullshit. Um, I don't know if it's just that he's busier and like my issues are not high level enough for his, his concern, but like this man was recommended to me. He's done a couple of jobs for me. I always pay him in cash when he asks up front, like to the minute. I even paid him a little extra one time. Like just a thought, just a thought. So my man, Fred Nelson, don't even, don't even get me started on Fred Nelson. I He does good work, but like, does not always answer his texts. And, you know, that's fine. Sometimes people just struggle with responding to messages. But this man has reached out to me. He's like, hey, do you got any more jobs for me? Hit me up if you have any more work. Do you need the yard cleaned? Do you need the lawn mowed? Silence. Crickets. Like, when I reach back out, I'm like, hey, yeah, can you can you come do... I have a hole in my wall that I think goes to my crawl space. Can you patch it? Silence. I had to do it myself. Now it doesn't look good. Insert photo here. But it's done. Like I it, I did it myself. Okay. I am a home improvement girly now. I did it all by myself. I didn't know how to saw. Okay. We're going to insert video here. Olivia trying to saw. I couldn't figure it out. All right. I was yeeting, yeeting it and I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I literally, I couldn't figure it out. And apparently you're supposed to go like on an angle. I didn't fucking know. I am, I am just a little silly girl. Uh, I, I was not made to build things. I can make people. I can make a bed. I was going to start naming things I can cook, but I'm just not even going to go there. 
I have rice on the stove that's probably dry right now. I got to cook some beef to go with it. I'm probably going to wait until after the chiropractor because I just don't fucking feel like it. Like the idea of cooking this meat currently grosses me out. That's where I'm at. I have no will to cook. But back to the handyman. My boyfriend Nelson. Sorry, my phone went off. My boyfriend Nelson kind of ghosted me and it just like, it hurt. Okay. Cause like, listen, I'm on the apps. All right. I'm talking to men on the internet and not a single one of them has ghosted me. I mean, I've probably ghosted some of them. Um, I, I have like a mental three strikes rule of like, honestly, it's kind of a one strike rule. Like there's different strikes that are different points where like if you plan a date and you don't follow up day of to be like, hey, excited to see you at this place at this time. Oh, so it's not happening. Okay. Hi. Ta-ta. Toodaloo. Like if you can't follow through, then you don't exist. So Fred Nelson, it just, it really bothers me. Okay. Because like I have things that need to be done. I don't want to go in my attic. I'm spooked out of the attic. That's where the spiders live. All right. And I, I respect my local spiders. Okay. They could do a better job of keeping some of these bugs out. But like, if they don't bother me, I won't bother them. But I do need to re-insulate my, my roof, my ceiling, my attic. It needs, it needs some help. And I don't know how to do that. So now I'm like, how do I find a new handyman? I also, I got to get my gutters cleaned. Okay. I, this is, this is some bullshit. All right. I feel like you should be legally required to take a class on how to take care of your home before you own it. Like, oh, you want to buy a house here? Watch this video about everything that you're going to be responsible for. Literally. I, I didn't check my back porch for a minute. I don't know what kind of trees are in my backyard, but I'm fucking cutting them down next. As soon as I have the money for it, I'm cutting them bitches down or at least trimming them so that they're ugly as shit. Because right now my entire back half of my roof is covered in leaves. My gutters are overflowing with leaves. My patio covered in leaves, my back, my backyard covered. And I keep seeing people raking up their leaves and they're like, well, it'll kill the grass if you don't. There was already construction debris back there. Like, I don't know what the fuck is back there. I don't go in my backyard. There's bugs back there. And I get bug bites easy, okay? I went out there to sweep the leaves off of my porch so that I could like, I was gonna lay on the porch in the sun and take a little nap. And just sweeping them off, I got six bug bites two of which were on my face. Riddle me that, Batman. Didn't see a single bug on my face, but all of a sudden, patched. Patched. Fucking bullshit. Fucking. It was It was disrespectful is what it was, okay? It was dis-fucking-spectful. Don't get me started, okay? And then I got, like, my ankles. No feet for free. You see that? You can see the white spot. Bullshit, okay? It's fucking bullshit and I'm tired of it. All right. I'm sorry that I'm just so sexy, hot, and wonderful that all the bugs want to just nim, 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 nim right up on me. I don't get it. I really don't. But like, here I am. Okay. Just live, laugh, loving in this big blue world. And the bugs want to bite me. That's why I won't go in the attic. That's why I need Fred Nelson. And he's leaving me on red. It's bullshit. So if you have a handyman, call me, beat me, Side my DMs. I don't fucking care. But I need a handyman fucking pronto. Like, I'm literally, I'm about to start going on dating apps and just being like, I need someone to do this handiwork for me. Can can you insulate my attic? I'll let you take me to dinner and then you can insulate my attic. But I don't want them to know where I live. I'm not cool with that. I did get a new tattoo. Um, Let me get a little closer. Um, it is a mirror in the sky, is a Fleetwood Mac reference. As I'm wearing my like celestial mumu, she's a star girly. Um, yeah, so I got that. I went to 
Seattle a couple weeks ago. I went to Seattle. It was beautiful. It was so fun. It was so depressing to come home. Um, it was so wonderful to come home because, you know, my babies, but like it was sunny. It was 45 degrees. There was breezes from the ocean. Like literally I, I could snort a Pacific breeze and I think it would cure my hysteria. You know, I understand why we sent women to the coast for hysteria back in the day. And I, I want to know why we stopped doing that. Okay. What, what, who, who do I have to show cooch to, to go back to the days where I could be like, I think I'm going to get my period. And I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little mentally displaced because of it and they're like oh that makes sense we should go send you to a bnb on the coast of maine we'll supply you with all the cardigans you could need and just stare into the sunset and huff the air i just i just need to be be huffing coastal air and i think i i think it would cure everything i really you got a you got a bug bite go to the coast just real deep just huff it I mean, we're like a kindergartner with a glue bottle. This is where I'm at in life, okay? This is where I'm at. Teehee, ha-ha, funny girl. So do with that what you will. Um, I'm going to come back and record more later. All right, besties, we're back. Got my back cracked, bent, snapped, medically broken back into place. I went to the chiropractor. He was great. Um, I don't remember what the fuck I talked about before, so we're just going to hop in. First of all, let me give some recs. Okay. Let me, let me talk about some things that have been going through my mind recently. One tropical smoothies, detox Island green is my favorite smoothie of all time, right? It's so good. It's not for everybody. I know a lot of people that are like, it's disgusting. It's gross. It's not for you. Easy. But I've, I've been trying to make it at home to like save money and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I really don't. Um, I'm drinking it now. I, It's not the right color. It's not the right consistency. I can't figure out where I'm going wrong because I'm using the same ingredients for the most part. But like, I don't get it. Also, pro tip, sub the banana in it for lime concentrate. Fuck. But when you make it at home, you can put in additives that you need so for me I put whatever the fuck I need in here it's delicious it's great honestly I should probably start like breaking open my little capsules and just plotting it in there and and dropping it um I'm also at the point where I'm gonna give everyone who's watching a moment to look at my hair right it goes down to my ribs right now okay it's at rib it's below my bra line like my bra is here my hair is below the bra line. I think it's time to cut it. Does Liv need a haircut? Yes or no? Comment below. Anywho, I feel like growing your hair out is such, it's such the plight of women. Like, honestly, it is, I've never met a woman that hasn't been like, I'm growing my hair out. And it's tough because like, you want to have the like long, luscious hair, right? Except it's, a lot to deal with. Like this is after all of this hair from like my shoulder down has been bleached at some point, either it's currently looking blonde or was previously bleached, dyed darker, and then bleached again. I also love that you can still kind of see where I fucked up my hair a couple months ago. Are you going to come say hello? Oh my God. Oh, Hello. Say hi. Oh, my sweet Panoots. What do you have to say to the to the friends? Anything else? Friends, this this is Panooty Booty Boy. My sweet baby, my cuddly little angel who's so special to me and hates his litter box. But I love him anyways. He's the epitome of second child syndrome. Like you, you have the first kid and you're like, they're perfect. They're an angel. We should have another kid. And then you have another kid and you're like, you're not like the first one at all. 
I was bamboozled. But it's okay. We love you. All right. Say bye to the friends. Be free. What the fuck was I talking about? This is okay. This is such the struggle of recording alone is like, I'll start on something. Also, I'm not looking at the camera. I'm looking at myself. Okay. I'm making eye contact with myself. I don't care if it looks weird. I think I look nice. I'm going to look at myself like period. Um, oh my God, the plight of women growing your hair out. As a kid, I had a fuck ass Bob. Now what is a fuck ass Bob? My elder millennial listeners. A fuck-ass bob is a bob that is, you know, if you don't know what a bob is, it's, it's a short haircut. And a fuck-ass bob is a bob that's a short haircut that looks fuck-ass. It looks bad, okay? Like, I was seven or eight years old. I was hanging out with my soon-to-be stepmother. Love her so much. She took me to her hair salon. And I said, just a trim. And I, I got short hair and then like I did eventually like grow into it and lean into it and was like yeah like I want to look like Rihanna and they were like she wears a weave like you're not gonna look like that and I was like but like I love her like sharp you know the one the like good girl gone bad bob ah and they were like you your hair is a different texture and a different thickness and it's not gonna look like that photo and I was like big words, silly man. Like, I don't, I don't know what that means. I'm eight. I just want to look like Rihanna. I didn't look like Rihanna. I looked like a fuck ass Bob bitch. Okay. I have thick ass Irish hair. That's good for the winter. And it just, it didn't work. It was so rough, but at first it was like literally like right below my chin. And I was like, (laughs) it's great. And then for the rest of my life, like my hair would get maybe nipple length and my mom would be like, all right, go get a haircut, like shoulder length. It looks good on you. And so I always kept my hair like collarbone shoulder length, literally forever. Like every photo of me growing up, I have, my hair is like collarbone length consistently because it was easier to take care. And like, that was something that like my mom was big on was like, you don't take care of your hair. It's easier for you. And I was like, well, I don't know how to take care of my hair. Like I know to wash it. Like, I don't know how to take care of it. I I know that like for, I did dance for like years. I was like, I know how to put it in a bun. Like I need it to be long enough that I can pull it back into a bun. But like, besides that, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I tried to learn how to use curling irons and I was like, I just burned the shit out of myself. I don't have the patience for this. I get bored. My arms get tired. I'm over it. Okay. So she was like, just straighten it and be about your day. And I was like, that's fair pop off. Of course. Um, so yeah, I had a fuck ass Bob for a long time. I got to college, cut my hair into a fuck ass Bob again and was like, why am I doing this? Is it just because it's the only hairstyle I know? And so I stopped and I was like, I want to grow my hair out. COVID really helped because I wasn't going anywhere. So it grew out. It looked great. Um, got to let my natural color kind of show like this is honestly a bit darker than my natural color because of when I dyed it a couple years back and the highlights have helped to lighten it up a little bit but like I feel like I'm on the journey to bringing back my natural color but with my natural color comes my natural texture and I'm really grateful for some of the women that I met in college who educated me on like that there are different hair textures and shapes and like my hair is very unique and everybody's hair is. And like, depending on how my natural hair is, there's different ways to take care of it. And I was like, oh my God, like mind blowing game changer. Cause like my older sister has really curly hair. When I was a kid, I had kinky curly hair. Is kinky the right word? Either way, like Shirley Temple curls is what I had, but I was also bleach blonde as an infant. So like, what did, what, like, I don't know what that means, but now I have like a darker ashen brown hair that is really thick 
and I have a lot of it and I don't, I'm because of how I've treated my hair color wise, like the texture of the parts of my hair that have been bleached is different than my natural texture. But like when I grew my hair out, I like didn't, when my natural texture came back in, I was like, I don't fucking know how to take care of this. This is so much work. And like, it doesn't help that I'm Irish. So I'm just like basically predisposed to having like eczema in my scalp and it's gross. And like, nobody wants to talk about it, but let's be fucking for real here. Like it happens. It's real. I notice it on other people now. And I'm like, I would never like be like, Hey, you've got like skin flakes, but like, Hey, we all have eczema in our hair. Like you're Irish, right? Like you have sensitive skin. You have like, let me ask these questions. And then they pop up and I'm like, amazing. I I called it. I called this shit. So I've been learning how to take care of my hair. And in learning how to take care of my hair, I have grown it out to the length that it is now. It's beautiful princess hair, but it is a lot to take care of. And it's starting to kind of get scraggly and gross. And I think I need a trim to just clean it up. It's my season. We're in fall. I'm so happy to be here. So I think I need a haircut, but I don't know if like the nip is too short or if I want to go like above the, like I have like the grown out fuck ass bangs that I got that like, they weren't exactly how I wanted them, but they were fine. And I was like, I'll just wait until they grow out. It's the consequences of my actions. But this is like, it's kind of like collarbone, like below the collarbone. It's a couple inches below the collarbone. And that's a that's a length that like I have been very used to. So it's it's really like the struggle because if I cut it, I'm going to be like time to grow it back out. Like this is the cycle. It never ends of like I'm so excited to have long beautiful princess hair and then you get the long beautiful princess hair and you're like it's a lot to deal with. But I love it and it's beautiful. And also short hair would be easier to deal with. And I'd spend less money on conditioner because it, do you know how much it costs to condition this? This is a lot. And this is also like, this is thin in comparison to my natural texture. Do you, do you see this? Friends in the back, can you see me? Eyes on me, one, two, three. So anyway, other updates, I have a roster. Liv has a roster. Who to thunk? I know who the top of my roster is. I am fighting the certified lover girl tendencies hard, but also this is the first time in like a while that someone has gone to the lengths that this person has to plan well thought out excursions and asks decent questions um, and that there's like a good conversation and a good banter. And I feel like I can have a back and forth that is fun. And I really enjoy that. I now, don't get me wrong. I've had to talk to like some absolute duds, some absolute fucking duds. But I, I mean, there's some good ones. Um, nothing icks me more than people that make plans and then don't confirm day of. If you don't confirm day of, congratulations, your, your plans are canceled in my book. I'll go out with somebody else. You failed to follow through, period. Maybe that makes me a bitch. I don't know. But here I am. Been on a couple dates. Some have been good. Some have not been good. Some are just like, like I'm learning. I, I've I've learned some of the things to look out for. You know, like I think, I don't think I would want to be with someone that doesn't have sisters. Like based off of my experiences with people, I don't think I would want to be with someone one who doesn't have sisters and two, someone who has sisters, but resents them. I think finding someone who's like, I enjoy the company of my female relatives is important. And it says a lot about them because like I've dated the guy that had sisters and 
openly shit on them. And like, don't get me wrong. I get to shit on my sisters. I get to shit on my siblings. But if somebody else shits on my siblings, I will throw hands. Okay. I can make fun of whoever the fuck I want to make fun of in my family. The minute that someone that is not my family starts making fun of them or initiates it, I will take you down. Don't, don't fucking try. I don't care if I agree with you. The minute you start saying it out of fucking nowhere, try me. It's okay for me to do it. Okay. Because I grew up with them. Like it's a rite of passage. You don't know them. I mean, I don't even know them that well, but you don't know them at all. But having someone who like, like degrade, like degradingly talked about their mother and their sisters and their like entire family. Like, don't get me wrong. I shit on my own family, but I'm allowed to shit on my family because I'm like, we've gone through some shit and I can shit on them for how they handle things or how they have shown up. But if you're just like, they're weak people, they're not good people. They're they're like, just like scum of the earth, but you can't give me a valid why. Like, okay, they're scum of the earth. Why? Are they pedophiles? Are they molesting people? Are they committing crimes? No, they just don't stand up for themselves. That doesn't sound like scum of the earth to me. So I just think you're not a good person. I think that you have shitty standards and I think that you're not reliable. And if you're going to talk about, also, I'm a stranger on the internet. Like I would not immediately be like, I don't know this person. Text me for like a week and a half and then maybe say something about your family. But also if you're coming right out the gates and you're like, let me tell you my mom. I don't think, I don't think it's going to work. Um, like, <laughs> it's crazy. That's wild. Ugh. Like, I, I really, I've had just, honestly, like they're entertaining. They're so entertaining, some of them. But then other ones, I just like sit there and I'm like, like I've started asking men, when's the last time you punched a hole through a wall? I'm not even kidding. When is the last time that you punched a hole in a wall? And they'll answer honestly and say, oh, not that long ago. It was like a couple months ago. Oh, it was a couple years ago. I lean into it. I go, okay. Um, at the time that that was happening, was that like a common occurrence? Is that something that you do often? What caused this? I had a couple drinks. Oh, I was just really pissed off. I was young. Interesting. No, that's a red flag. That's not someone you trust because it might start with a wall, but they'll hit you eventually. And hey, listen, not all of them. I am not going to put out a blanket statement, but that's something that you you eventually learn. Hey, if this person is very willing and comfortable to tell a stranger on the internet that they have a history of putting their fist through a wall when they've had a couple of beers and I don't know, someone upsets them, someone looks at them the wrong way. Hey, maybe that's something that that person needs to work on. And maybe I don't want to be around that person. I've had three people this week answer that question with, yeah, it was about this long ago. Like, genuinely, I could not fucking imagine. Like, if I was a man, especially a man who is doing these things, no. Immediately, I'm I'm getting the ick, okay? Because it's telling me that, like, you're not a safe person for me to be around. Um, I do want to shout out the website, Ben Verified. Um, if you are on the apps and you're going to meet someone or you are in a relationship and you just want to make sure that this person, you know, enough about them, benverified.com is a good one. It does cost money, but it gives you a really comprehensive background check, you know, of what it can find. I believe it's what they use on the TV show catfish. So I recommend it. I think that it's useful, but also utilize the free public records. Like arrests are public records. You can find out those things. I matched with a guy who gave me his last name once and 
I looked him up and he had been arrested for domestic violence. And I was like, I'm not going to go meet this person in public. I'm not going to meet this person in private. I'm not going to give this person any more information about me because this person has a history, whether it's confirmed or not confirmed, they were in a situation where the police were called because something was happening that was qualifiable as domestic violence. Sorry, I am going to protect myself. I'm not going to put myself in a position where I'm going to get to know someone, maybe start to get feelings with someone, share a bank account eventually, maybe even live with this person, potentially procreate with this person. Let this person inside of my body. If you have a history of violence and like it's, it's very common, like sex offender registries are public information. Look it up. Like it. It's something that I wish that I had been more educated on before. Now, I will say with the registries around you, it's nice to know where they live. Maybe don't look into what they've done because it's depressing. I don't know about what state you're in, wherever you're listening, but I know that the state that I'm in tells you the age of their victims and each count for each victim. And that's a rough one to read, Um, especially when most of them are minors. Um, and it's really triggering, especially like, I don't want to say having experienced that because I wasn't a child that was handled inappropriately, but I was a teenager in a situation that was inappropriate. And so it still hits a really unfortunate nerve and thank God it wasn't to the extent that some of the things that I've read have been, but like, God, like I, I, it breaks my heart, but you can look up if, if these people on the internet are, are any of them. I also had a guy, like I had a guy include his mugshot on his profile. And I was like, I'm going to match just because I want to know why you would think this is okay. And he was like, well, it was a funny story. It was a misunderstanding. And I was like, clearly it fucking wasn't like, I don't care what it was. Getting arrested isn't something to joke about. Like, especially not to strangers. Like, this is you putting your best out there. This is you saying, hey, I'm looking for something. This is the energy that you're putting into this space. Who are you going to attract with this? You're, you know, you're marking the box that says, I'm looking for something long term, maybe a life partner. Yeah, that's maybe something you tell them after your like fifth date where you're like, so I was arrested this time for tax evasion. Like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not going to trust you with finances. But to put it on like, I haven't even, I don't, I don't even know your favorite color. I don't, I don't know dick about shit about you. And you're putting your mugshot on here. That's fucking wild to me. I, I couldn't imagine it. I really couldn't. But either way, Liv has a roster. Liv is dating, meeting people. I'm going on dates. Um, And two this weekend, one was really good. I don't think I'm going to see the other one ever again. Um, It just was awkward and there wasn't a vibe. It was just, it was, like, you know, it's, I hope my listeners are like, yes, I've had that happen to me also. Cause it, it sucks. Like I look nice. I showed up. I was charming. And I think I asked decent questions. Like, I think I ask good questions. I think that's something that I get complimented on. I don't get complimented on how much I like wipe my nose because I'm fucking it's ragweed season. It's a bitch. But like, I think I ask people good questions and maybe it's because I Google questions to ask, but like, I let them talk about themselves. And one, I think men are like obsessed with that. They're like, oh, she's letting me talk about me. Hot. But also like, I'm interviewing you. I'm determining if you would be a good fit for this position. You are auditioning for the role of being in my life. Like you're you're convincing me. I know that I'm 
charming and witty and smart and funny and accomplished, but can you show up so that I can be soft and gentle and passionate? Can you show up and be like, when I, when I puff my chest and go, I'm strong and independent, I can do this, that you can put your hand on my shoulder and go sit the fuck down and let me take care of this. You're going to do that or not? Cause I'm not going to fucking take care of everybody for everything for all the time. I need someone that has my back. And like, I I know that it's not a good habit, but I know that I test people. I know that I subconsciously am like, okay, I'm going to try to overstep here. I'm going to say, I need you to be strong in a masculine energy. So that, because I want to live in my feminine energy. I do live in my feminine energy, but then I'm, I do notice that I'm like, do you have the strength to look me in the eyes and tell me, This is not your fight. Uh, Let me fight this for you. And I'm not even going to say, let me fight this for you. Sit the fuck down and I'm going to fight this for you. Sit the fuck down. I will take care of it. You need to go lay down and relax and take care of yourself. Let me handle shit. Ugh. And like, you want to know how you notice that in the beginning? Are you making a plan? Are you showing up when you said you would? Are you picking me up or am I meeting you there? Are you covering the cost? Or how are you showing up? Like, I don't care if this sounds not progressive. This is just the things that I have learned in my own experience based off of what I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone that shows up for me, that can follow through, that if I'm in a rough place and I'm going, I can't make plans. I can't do that. Shit is hitting the fan and I am frozen. And what do I do that someone can go, no, no, we got it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Because I know I can do that for somebody else. I've I've done it. I want someone that can do that for me. I want people to show up for me. I want a man to show up for me in the ways that I have taken care of people in the past. I want to be able to nurture and take care and and be feminine. I'm so fucking tired of feeling like the man in situations. Like, yes, open my doors. Yes, stand on the right side of the street. But But why are you doing it? Do you understand the why? Do you understand that you're doing this because you are protecting me? Are you doing this because you are going, I value you. I want to protect you. I want to provide certain aspects for you. Or are you talking big game? I fuck, I fucking hate the people that are like, I'm going to talk huge in the, like, when we meet 10 years from now, next month. That doesn't mean shit to me. Show up. Okay. There's a difference. Again, plans a date, confirms day of, shows up, shows up early, has already looked at the menu, is able to recommend things, is going, hey, you mentioned that you're interested in this, this, and this. I looked up things that you would enjoy doing and I have made a plan. They're not saying this is, I don't want to do this. This is something that I think is fun. I literally had someone go, listen, um, I know you mentioned this plan fell through. I'm going to redirect. Here are two options. I think you would prefer this one, but we can also do this one if you would want. This one seems like more something that like I would enjoy doing with my friends. I don't think you would enjoy that though, because you would probably more enjoy this vibe of this bar based off of the conversations that we've had and the interests that you've shared with me. I had a great fucking time. I had an amazing time. It was so good because he listened to my interests and made a fucking plan and then acted through on it. I literally, my, my motto when I'm on dates is don't make me make a decision. Do not make me make a decision. Well, where do you want to go? Where are you taking me? Where did you plan? I'm here. Show me that you have the capabilities to take care of shit. Like the bar is not in hell. All right. Communally. Can we fucking say that that bullshit is not enough? Don't get me wrong. There's balance. Sometimes we're going to do things that I'm not interested in, but the other person is interested in because ideally I care about that person and I want to also do things that make them happy. However, if the only things I'm doing are things that they're interested in, I'm going to get pissed off really quickly. Guess what? You don't enjoy going to see Wicked on Broadway, but they're in town. But I do. 
So, okay, maybe we go there and then maybe next week we do something that's more up your alley. It's called balance, but also make a fucking plan. Like it's really not hard. And I get that time management is apparently an issue for so many fucking people, but I have fully, absolutely roasted the shit out of people for being like, I'm just really not good with like planning in advance. And I was like, oh, so you're an unreliable adult who's not responsible. So you're incapable of ever being considered for like a decent future with because you are incapable of managing yourself and you are also disrespectful to others. If you have poor time management, you are being disrespectful to the people around you. If you are incapable of making a plan, sticking to it, and don't get me wrong, things pop up. But if you are the type of person who is constantly late, constantly unable to make a plan, that's not attractive. That is honestly so unattractive for this fucking fact of like, so you don't have self-control. You don't have discipline. You don't have the ability to hold yourself accountable. Gross. Genuinely. Especially when it's like, you're 30. You're 30. And you can't think past, you should come over and watch a movie tonight. Well, I don't know what I'm doing on Saturday. So I'm just not going to make a plan. Oh, so like, ew. So you don't care. Awesome. I'm just going to leave. I'm not going to talk to you again. Sorry. This is literally your first impression of this person. And that's like the whole thing with time management of like, if you have the reputation of I'm always here early, I'm always on time. I always have my shit together. The one or two times that you don't, like if you make a pattern of I show up on time, I am reliable. People see you in a, a brighter light. They go, oh my, like I trust this person. I know that I can count on them. They follow through when they say they're going to follow through. If you are consistently late, you are consistently unable to stick to plans, you are consistently dropping the ball in that department, you are telling the person that you are making those plans with that like, hey, don't trust me. You are breaking the like the bond and the trust that you are trying to develop with this person. Who the fuck is, is like okay with that? Like clearly, okay, you're telling me that I'm not someone that you give a shit about. No problem. I'll spend a night with my cats. I don't fucking care. But I would rather be on my own than investing any amount of energy in somebody that can't follow through. Because guess what? When you show up, you make the plan, you do all these things, and then you drop the ball once or twice, people go, hey, it's okay. I know that this is not normal. Are you all right? And do you need anything? But if you're constantly dropping the ball and then you start really struggling, nobody's going to notice and nobody's going to care. Like, And this is something that like I had to learn the hard way. I wasn't showing up. I wasn't following through. And nobody gave a fuck when I hit rock bottom and was like, hey, why isn't anybody noticing? Because I wasn't fucking there to begin with. So if you're trying to actually date to get a relationship or get a future or whatever, think about how the fuck you look. Like you look like boo-boo the fool. And like that also goes with friendships. Like I was friends with somebody who like just was horrible at making plans. And it was like, okay, we can be like kind of friends, but like this person isn't going to be a close friend to me because I'm in a new city. I'm trying to make friends. And every time we plan to go to drinks, she's got to reschedule. And at some point you do look at it and you go, is it me? Like, if you don't like me, that's fine. But if you're like, hey, I'm running late. Can we push back two hours? Hey, actually, can we do tomorrow? Hey, actually, can we do next week? Hey, you don't, one, you don't seem into this friendship and that's fine. That's okay. Okay. Everybody doesn't need to be my friend. And two, I I learned how to backwards plan. Like I I guess I I assume that everybody is at the same standard that I am, and that is that is on me. People are not. But backwards planning is when you go. I made a plan three days ago that at four o'clock I have a doctor's appointment. So I have to be on Tuesday at a doctor's appointment at four p.m. That means that it's going to take me about an hour to get there. So I need to be in the car on the road at 3 p.m. And it takes me 30 minutes to get ready. So I need to be starting to get ready by 2.30. And I'm going to have to wake up on time. So I'm going to, I'd like to have a cup of coffee and I know how I like to move in the morning. So I'm going to wake up at noon. So it gives me enough time to wake up, drink a cup of coffee, watch the news, you know, take care of what I need to take care of so that I can get to my appointment on time at four o'clock. It's not hard, but if you're not able to do that, it also shows 
a lack of awareness of yourself. Like, so you don't know yourself. You do not under, like, yes, I understand that time blindness is a thing. I have ADHD. I have it. That's why I am the way that I am because it is not something that you're just like, I can never get rid of it. It's your responsibility to overcome it. You're an adult. As a child, yes, you should be getting taught the tools to overcome it. And it's a lot more understandable of like, you're a child, you you don't understand it. But if you are an adult, welcome to the real world. Figure it the fuck out. Set alarms on your phone, set alarms on a clock. I don't care. Find a system that works for you and maintain it. Otherwise, you're showing like a lack of discipline is unattractive. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That was a full fucking rant. I'm, I'm so sorry. But it's true. Like the people that I've been impressed by are the people that are, to me, doing the bare minimum. But based off of what I've seen, some people aren't aren't thinking that that's a standard. And not only are they doing the bare minimum, but they are slowly going above and beyond. I understand that the first time you meet someone, you're not going to go way out of like way above and beyond. That takes time. Like if you are going so overboard immediately, red flag, you don't know this person. Take the fucking time to talk to them, to get to know them. Have a fucking phone call. Okay. It, I forced the guy to have a phone call with me, like fully forced him to, because I was like, there's been a lot of texting, but like in my head, I'm, I'm making up what your voice sounds like. So when I hear your voice in person, it's going to be unnerving to me. I am assuming what your tone is for this. I don't, I don't know you well enough to accurately make an assumption of your tone. 7% of communication is words. 55% is body language and 30, whatever percent, 33, 34. I don't know. The other percentage is your tone, your vocal tone, how I am describing it. So if you're watching me right now and I'm going, I love you so much. That comes off really different than I love you so much. It's different. I could be yelling, like start having phone. Like if you won't have a phone call with me, ew, why not? What is going on? Do you have a wife? Do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a fiance? Do you have kids? Why won't you call me? Why will you refuse to have a conversation where I can hear your voice and I can get a better understanding of what you're trying to communicate? Or are you only doing it over text so that you can manipulate certain aspects and go, you misunderstood what I was saying. I'm not that into you. I I said these words, but I didn't mean it the way you interpreted it. Well, you gave me 93% of an interpretation. So like, do with that what you will. So yeah, this this is what life has been for me lately. Um, can't wait to edit this. Best wishes to everybody. Honestly, I, I meal prepped. If you haven't meal prepped lately, get your meal preps on. I hate cooking. I'm looking for a man that cooks for me. I'll clean. I don't want to cook. I'm not good at it. I try, but like, it's just exhausting. Like I literally, all I did was cook a quarter cup of rice and some ground beef. And I pulled out some frozen broccoli to throw in it. And I was like, meal, that's it. I put more work into this fucking smoothie because I need to consume some sort of food because I'm living off of protein bars. Like we should probably do an episode where we talk about disordered eating. And like, I understand that that is something that I have struggled with for well over a decade. Um, and it used to be a lot more intentional and it's not as intentional anymore. Um, I have tried to be very intentional on healing my relationship with food and eating habits and exercise habits, but it doesn't change the fact that like my developmental years were spent with a really unhealthy relationship with food and with my body and with exercise. And so I want to eat good food. I want to eat food that fuels my body, but also I don't feel comfortable eating in front of people and I don't feel comfortable eating certain foods because I still have that voice in my head that's going, "Mm, that one, you're going to finish everything. That was a lot. And it's going to pick me apart. And I, I don't like that because I deserve to feel good. I deserve to not have my hair falling out. I deserve to not feel chronic pain because I am starving. But like it, I'm still having to unlearn it. I'm still having to 
overcome that and like what a world to be in. But here we are. And I'll, I'll talk about that more. I think in the future, I'm trying to be better about increasing my protein because I know that that's something I've been really deficient in and I've seen how it's impacted my body. Protein bars have been really beneficial these past couple months in helping me consume energy and like fuel myself. Um, I really recommend the protein bars at Aldi. They have a mint chocolate one that tastes like thin mints. It's pretty good. But yeah, it, I think it'll be a good topic in the future, but I'm, I'm not going to get into it now. I need to like get my shit together, take a nap, lay on the couch a little bit and go to work. So, um, it's been a blast. Thanks for hanging out with me. Um, apologies for no episode last week. You know, we live, laugh, love here. And I think we're just going to refer to that as the lost episode. Cause it, it was a moment. There's a person at my front. What the fuck is at my front door? That scared the shit out of me. Sorry. Alrighty, friends. See you next week. Love you all. Hugs and kisses. Listen, wherever you're listening, give us a like, give us a subscribe, like be nice to me. Okay. You're here. Cause you like to hang out with good old live. All right. Your LDF live loves to hang out with you. Show me a little love, like subscribe, share with a friend, post it on your social media, like follow the long d friends pod instagram account i post a bunch of videos sometimes they're funny if you don't think they're funny comment and let me know and i'll try to fucking make them funnier okay i'm working on it i'm working on it email me longdfriendspod at gmail.com send me your stories send me what you want to talk about like if there's a topic that you want to hear more about send me it i will do research i'm here to hang out what do you want to talk about okay don't be, don't, don't, don't be leaving me up to my own devices. Cause then you're just going to hear what is going on in the old thinking cap. All right. So reach out to me, follow us on Instagram, long D friends pod, send us what you want to hear. Email us at long D friends pod, gmail at gmail.com. Like subscribe, share with a friend, share on your social media, show some love people. All right. I'm, I'm needing it today. All right. Bye. <laughs>